0: Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Uh, I welcome you to today's Bible study. Uh, I say thank you for joining us from wherever you are watching these uh, broadcasts, or you're listening to us. I say you're welcome. All yeah. right. Uh, this happened to be the second to the last Wednesday day in the year 2020, and uh, we have to give glory to God because He deserves all our glory, all our worship. He deserves everything. He has kept us from the first Wednesday day this year till this very day. And we say thank you Jesus. We have come to say thank you Father to you. And at the same time we have come to learn at His feet. But before we start I want us to open our Bible as we usually do. Uh, we are here to study the scriptures so to start let's open our bible to the book of psalms we are going to be reading from psalm 103 psalm 103 we'll be reading from verse 1 to verse 5 psalm 103 i I believe that we know that uh, we are here for bible study so our bible is supposed to be with us and uh, our jotter and our writing uh, pen all right so psalm 103 we're reading from verse 1 to 5 okay so let's go Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So with this understanding is what we used to start our prayer this evening. Uh, it said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. So what I want us to do this uh, Wednesday is to pray with everything that is within us. You know, the psalmist said, "He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. He said, but not just my soul. He said, and everything that is within me. So whatever it is that you have within you at the moment, whether you are fit, whether you're feeling weak in your body, you know, just let everything forget everything now, and open your mouth and begin to worship the name of the Lord. So today, we'll start our, our Bible study by saying thank you to our Father, thank you to our Maker, to our Keeper, who has been keeping us. You know, this is in the Bible. The Bible said that except the Lord watch over the city, the watchman wicked not, but in vain. You know, fine. We have put a lot of things in place to secure us, to protect it, you know, to protect us, and all. But if you notice, COVID-19 killed a lot of people despite the protective measures put in place. This is God's doing. It's only God that can keep us. Hallelujah. So let's open our mouth right now, wherever you are. And begin to worship the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you, we adore you, we give you praise, we give you glory, we worship you this moment. We say, Blessed be unto your holy name forevermore, Lord. We thank you for your power, for your anointing, for your protection over our lives. We bless your holy name. We thank you, we adore you. I want you to open your mouth. Let everything that is within you begin to praise the name of the Lord right now. That it will worship you, we give you praise, we give you glory. We thank you, we adore you. Blessed be unto your holy name forevermore, Lord. You deserve all our worship, you deserve all our thanksgiving. we appreciate you this moment. We bless your holy name forevermore, Lord. We give you praise. We give you thanks. We give you adoration, Lord. We bless your holy name, Lord. That we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. You deserve all our worship. Open your mouth wherever you are and begin to worship the name of the Lord. You deserve all our praise. Say bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. You know, it has been God that has been faithful over our life. He has given us a lot of benefits even since the beginning of this year to this very moment. So wherever you open your mouth and just begin to worship the the name of the Lord. He has been the one that forgives everything that we have done. Every sin, every of our iniquities, he forgives. Every of our iniquities, he forgives. He heals all our diseases. You know, at different times, different point in time, I've realized that a lot of us, a lot of us add the symptoms of the covid 19 but you know some of us did not even take anything and we just after a while we just we just some of us just took some uh, paracetamol and we are ill and we became ill and earthy again it is just god just open your mouth wherever you are and begin to worship the name of the lord say father i thank you for healing all my diseases thank you over my family i want you to open your mouth and begin to worship the name of the lord even over your family he heals the diseases of every members of your family It has been God. It can only be God. Just open your mouth and begin to worship the name of the Lord. That we worship you. We give you praise. We thank you. We bless your holy name for redeeming our life from destructions. We bless you, Lord. That we give you praise. We adore you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. Excellent daddy. We bless your holy name this moment. We adore you. We say thank you. Abba Father, we worship you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you praise, O Lord. We bless your holy name forevermore, Lord. Daddy, we give you praise. We give you glory. We worship you. We exalt your holy name. Be thou exalted everlasting, Father. We adore you because you are God. We give you praise wherever you are. I want you to lift up your hands and begin to say, Father, I worship you, Lord. I give you praise, Lord. I thank you. I bless you. Bless Your Holy Name for Your loving kindness, for Your tender mercies. That is, I give You praise, Lord. I worship You. That in this moment we worship You, we give You praise, we thank You, Lord, for everything that concerns us. that is, we adore You, Lord. We give You praise, we worship Your Holy Name. Bless you to Your Holy Name forevermore, Lord. Bless Sebians you Your Holy Name. That is, You deserve all our worship. We say thank You. We say thank You this moment. We say thank You, everlasting Father. We worship You, Lord. Take our glory, O Lord. Our Father, we worship You. We exalt Your Holy Name forevermore, Lord. Thank You for January that will bless your holy name for February we thank you we appreciate you for March we give you our praise for April we thank you for May we bless your holy name for June that we adore you for July we bless you we worship you for August we thank you we adore you for September October November and here we are in December that you deserve all our worship we give you our praise we give you all glory lord we bless your holy name forevermore lord we thank you we adore you lord today is the 23rd 23rd of December we have just very few days left before 2020. We pack it, load that it will worship him because it has been you all the way, Lord. We give you praise. Open your mouth, open your mouth and worship him. Thank him, thank him, thank him for who he is in your life. Thank him over your family. Thank you over your business. Thank you for your business. Thank you for your job. Thank you for everything you're doing. You know, some of us are even, some people are even looking for job, But thank him because he has been the one that has even been providing for you. Even while you are off work, it has been God. This can only be God. He has only been the one, he has been the only one taking care of us. Just open your mouth and begin to worship the name of the Lord. Daddy, we worship you, we give you praise, we adore you, Lord. We bless your holy name, excellent Father. We give you praise, we give you glory. We adore you, Lord. King of glory, we worship you. We worship you. We thank you. We thank you, O Lord. You deserve all our worship. Blessed be unto your holy name forevermore, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory. We give you glory. We thank you. We thank you. Open your mouth and begin to worship him, even for the privilege given unto you, the given unto you to be able to come, even to come and learn again at his feet. Just open your mouth and say, Father, I worship you. I give you praise, oh Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you because I have come today. I will, I will, I will get more understanding. My eyes of understanding will be enlightened in the name of Jesus. That I worship you. I give you praise, Lord. We bless your holy name everlasting father for in jesus name we have prayed all right right now i want us to begin to open our mouth and begin to pray that father in the name of jesus the Father, in the name of Jesus, as we have come here today, I receive light and I receive life in the name of Jesus. As I have come here today, I receive light and I receive life in the name of Jesus. I receive light and I receive life in the name of Jesus. That is today. I receive light. I receive life. Wherever you, are, I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray in other tongues. If you can pray in other tongues, I want you to open your mouth. We have just few minutes left. Just open your mouth and begin to pray in other tongues. That if we receive light to receive life in the name of jesus as your word come on towards this moment we receive light to receive life masoko legada we worship you everlasting father we give you praise because you've answered our prayer that we bless your holy name forevermore lord thank you because our eyes of understanding will be flooded with light this day in the name of jesus blessed be unto your holy name forevermore lord we worship you lord thank you O king of glory for in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen hallelujah
1: Good afternoon, friends, uh, families, and partners from all around the world. Um, you're welcome once again to uh, what Wonder. It's the Bible study of Love's Domain Family Assembly. And um, I know that right now people are watching me on our YouTube channel. And people are also listening to me uh, on our podcast, anchor.fm slash Assembly. Welcome again to our Bible study from wherever you're joining us from. I say good afternoon. I say good, uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. And I said that on purpose because I know that right now, uh, in Nigeria, we're in the evening. Uh, some people in the part of the world may be in the morning, and they may be in the afternoon. And some people may have had to wake up in the middle of the night to catch up uh, with this particular broadcast. But irrespective of where you're watching or you're listening to us from, you are powerfully. Uh, welcome. I believe that you enjoyed that prayer session uh, with Pastor Kunle Adeleke, the resident pastor of Loves main Family Assembly uh, here in Lagos. Uh, just before we go into God's word, I'd like us to bow our heads wherever we are and just uh, pray together again before we delve into God's word for tonight. Heavenly Father, we bless you. We thank you because you alone are God and that beside you, we know that there is no other God. The Bible says, "A fool will say in his heart that there is no God." But we recognize and acknowledge that you alone are God. And Father, we thank you because today is our Bible study. We've had several Bible study during the course of the year 2020. You have been good to us. You have been faithful unto us. You have shown us your counsel and your will through your word. And we know that tonight is not going to be different for our eyes of understanding will be enlightened by the power of your word. We're going to be changed. We're going to be transformed. We will not remain the same again. And we know that the light embedded inside of your word will shine and illuminate every area of our lives in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, tonight I release myself unto you. Let me bring your word to your people with so much simplicity that even the simplest of heart will come to a place of understanding. Thank you, because you are king and king forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. All right, once again, I welcome you um, to tonight's Bible study. Um, We've had a wonderful time running through this series. Jesus is king from the beginning of this month. And it's been an awesome time. I don't know for you but it's been an awesome time for me, running through the word of God and getting to discover more who Jesus is. Uh, We're high in the season of Christmas. uh, Everyone all over the world is celebrating Christmas. Uh, Yesterday night, I was listening to the speech by uh, the the current president, praise God, uh, of the United States, Donald Trump, from the White House, and he was wishing the whole world, you know, uh, the peace that the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ has brought. Because remember that when the angels showed up uh, to those shepherds in the field, they said they brought good tidings, good tidings and peace unto uh, the inhabitants of the earth. So, I'm so glad that in this season, that peace that the coming of Jesus has brought is enveloping our lives and we're not just enjoying that peace, but we are coming to a place where we get to know him more. Just like Paul said, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. So our desire is to continue to know God, is to continue to know Jesus more and more. And that's what we've been looking at, that's what we've been doing uh, in this season. We're not just all about the rice and chicken. For a lot of people, Christmas is just all about you know, the activities, the festivities, the eating, the whining and the dining. Uh, But for the believer, it should not just be that. We should be able to sit down with scriptures and find out more and more about who our Lord is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So just like I love to do, uh, I'm going to do a quick recap uh, for us about uh, where we've been coming from where we are, so that uh, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, uh, you will not be lost in the midst of the teaching. Uh, We started this series from the book of Revelation, chapter 19, uh, verse 10, uh, where John had an encounter with an angel on the island of Patmos, and um, immediately he saw the angel, he wanted to bow down, and the angel said to him immediately that he should not bow that the same way he and his brothers have the testimony of Jesus that the angels also they have their own testimony and he rounded up by saying to John that the the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy and I explained that to us in detail that what John was saying I mean what the angel was saying to John is that the validity of Jesus the testimony of Jesus, that the the solidity of jesus is that words were spoken about him and when he came into time he lived out every of those words in detail if you remember in the book of hebrews the bible says jesus said that lo i come in the volume of the books to do your will in other words jesus said i didn't just come on planet earth to just live anyhow but i came according To that which has been written of me, and I've come to do the will of God. So, the spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And now, one of the things that we've tried to do is to go back in time into scriptures and find out some of the testimonies that were spoken about the person of Jesus. Now, we read the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 6. I'm still doing a recap where Isaiah began to prophesy. And I told us that uh, when you read from the book of hold, I'm talking about the Old Testament, uh, what you're doing is that a lot of them, especially the prophets, you know, you have the major prophet, you have the minor prophet, you have major prophet like Isaiah, like Ezekiel, then you have minor prophets like Jonah, like Mikai, like Nahum, and all of that. So once you're a prophet, what happens uh, is that Um, you are speaking what God is saying to you. Or rather, you become a mouthpiece for God. That means whatever it is you are saying at any point in time, especially when you are prophesying, what is happening is that you are not speaking your own words. You are speaking exactly what God wants you to say at that time. That's why when Peter was going to write, he said that the men of old wrote as they were inspired by the Holy Ghost. So these words, especially when they are prophesying, is not their own words, but what God is saying at that particular time. So in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, you will find Isaiah saying that unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. I remember I told us that, you know, when he was saying those words, I'm sure people around him will probably be wondering, what is he talking about? They'll probably be asking their neighbors questions. I mean, is your wife pregnant? Uh, did your wife give back to a child? But little did they understand that Isaiah was not talking about his days. He was talking about events that were going to unfold in time. That unto us a child is going to be born. And unto us a son is going to be given. <clears throat> that the government will rest upon his shoulders. And he began to recount the names that this child is going to be called one of the names he called him amazing counselor wonderful counselor and the one that chilled me the most was when isaiah said that one of the names of this child is going to be called the mighty god oh that's so powerful and i remember i began to talk to us about the doctrine of trinity how uh, uh uh God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit how the three of them are one the Bible says there are three that bear record in heaven three of them that bear record in fact let me open that scripture uh, to us uh, tonight in the book of uh, First John praise God forevermore I hope you're getting blessed wherever you are hallelujah glory glory to God that's in the book of First John chapter 5 and I'm going to read um, verse seven to us. First John chapter five, verse seven. Now look at what he says. He said there are three that bear witness in heaven. He said the Father. Now you know it's interesting to know. He said the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. He said and these three are what they are one. The Father. The word. I love the fact that John did not even use the son. You know, he could have said the father, the son. You know, he could have said that. But I believe he wanted to drive it home. So that when it comes to the doctrine of Trinity, it will sink into us. And we'll probably be able to understand it more. He said the father, the word, and what? The Holy Spirit. He said, and the three of them are one. Now, I've told us again that this uh, particular series is not really about the doctrine of Trinity, glory to God. But the truth is, there's no way we will talk about Jesus being a king that we will not talk about or mention or go a little bit into the doctrine of Trinity. Isaiah said that one of the names of this child is going to be the mighty God. And I began to show us how even from the time of Isaiah, from the days of Isaiah, the mystery that Paul revealed to us uh, in, in, in first, uh, uh, first Timothy chapter 3, verse, verse 16, that he began to reveal to us that when he said, great is the mystery of godliness that God was manifested in the flesh god was manifested in the flesh that was the major uh, scripture that i dwelt on on sunday that god was manifested in the flesh so you will find out you will find the doctrine of trinity showing up in several even as far back as the old testament i mean why will isaiah say that one of the name of the child is the mighty god if that was not god in human flesh And that also was solidified by the testimony of John when John in John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word itself was God. So all of these things for people who argue against the doctrine of Trinity, if they will open their heart, if they will open up their spirits, they will see, all through the pages of the scripture that jesus is not just jesus oh my god if you understand what i just said jesus is not just jesus jesus is actually god in human flesh in other words god came in human flesh for people who want to use their mind to process it that if truly Jesus is God in human flesh that how come God is in human flesh and he's still praying to God in the heaven? That is where it becomes a mystery. That is where it becomes something that your human mind cannot comprehend. I remember for the sake of those of us who are just joining us tonight for the first time, I was sharing in one of the past teachings uh, during this episode about one afa a Muslim cleric that I had an interaction with way back when I was a student the affair came to me and said you know what pastor <clears throat> he said you people say that god has a son but how can you say that god has a son and he was trying to make it look as if when christians say that god has a son it's like we're dragging dragging god into the class of human beings somebody would you know <laughs> you know because i mean i mean you can't have a child without having sex do you understand what i'm talking about So he he made it look as if when we say God has a son, we're dragging God from his class where he belongs to and we're dragging him down to the class of human beings. So that, I, I mean, how would you say that God can have, I mean, God, that God can never have a son. And I remember my interaction with him was that I asked him, I said, all right, there's no problem, but do you believe that God can do anything? Do you believe that God is powerful? And every time I asked him, his response was always that Islamic, um, should I call it quotation or should I call it words? I don't know what to call it right now. But every time I said to him that do you believe that God is powerful, the next thing he tells me is Allah, you know. And Bala told me, you know, he says it in Yoruba, which means that, you know, lift God higher, something like that. And I go again and I tell him, do you believe that God can? I mean, God is so powerful that there's nothing he cannot do. Then this Muslim Terry will go again, allow Akbar, Ebal, you know, something like that. He went on and on and on, till I now said to him, that if you believe that God is powerful, and that God can do anything, then how come you don't believe that that God that is powerful, that can do anything, will now decide that he wants to have a son? And at that point in time, this, my friend and brother, this Muslim cleric, you know, had to keep quiet, pause a while to think about what I've said. I mean, if he's so powerful, then what can't he do? Why do you think that is a big deal for God to replicate himself in human flesh? Even while he's in that human flesh, he's still, oh my God, I mean, this is just amazing. He's in that human flesh, and at the same time, he's still seated upon his throne. What do you find it difficult to do? I mean, difficult to believe. Even witches and wizards that we talk about in our world, ah, that woman is a witch, this person is a witch. You know, a lot of us believe that even as they are witches, there's so much that they can do. That they can be here in Nigeria and be attending meeting in America. That if they can believe that a witch can do that, they're not much more God. So, Isaiah has been talking about these things. Before Jesus came to live out those things. And tonight, I don't want to go too much into detail, but I want us to proceed forward. I want us to also consider one of the testimonies. I remember we read also Isaiah chapter 53, amazing scripture that talked about the death, the crucifixion, the burial of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 53, amazing scripture, talking about how gruesome his death was, talking about what happened to him on the cross of Calvary, Talking about how he was buried in a rich man's stone. And we read it in Matthew how Joseph of Arimathea, a rich man, an honorable man, came to collect the body of Jesus and buried Jesus inside of his stone. He was buried among rich people. Every word that was spoken about him, he lived out. Jesus is king. And you need to believe that. Glory to God. Now we're also reading. One of the prophecies uh, of the man called Isaiah tonight. Remember I told us that of all the prophets of old, every scripture talks about Jesus. Every scripture. Every scripture. In Exodus, it was the seed that was said to bruise the head of the serpent. Right from the very beginning. In Exodus, it was the rock that was struck by Moses that brought water out. That brought water out to feed the children of Israel. In in uh, in Leviticus it was the ram, the ram that people play, the ram without blemish that people lay their upon and confess their sin and they take out of the city for crucifixion I mean for to be killed. Glory to God. I can go on and on. I've shown. I mean if you want to follow, I mean grasp all I've been saying tonight. Praise God, especially in this recap, you may need to go back to our YouTube channel and watch some of the preceding teachings before now. Every of the Old Testament talks about Jesus. The book of Jonah talked about Jesus. The book of Hosea talked about Jesus. The book of Ezekiel talked about Jesus. Every book in the Bible talks about him. But out of all of the books, there is no prophet that spoke as much about Jesus than the man called Isaiah. Isaiah spoke about his death. He spoke about his life. He spoke about, He spoke about how he was going to be crucified. Even, you know, the part that amazed me, you know, on Sunday, I think two Sundays ago, was Pastor Kulé started reading uh, the book of Isaiah chapter 53 from the New Living Translation. And he, thought, he got to a point. He said that the people that were crucifying him, he said they did not care that this man does not have descendants. And it's amazing. I mean, it's just amazing. It's just glorious that these words were spoken about him. And he came into time and he lived out the will and the purpose and the counsel of God. What a mighty God you and I serve. What an amazing God you and I serve. And well, tonight, we're going to be reading once more about one of the prophecies of the man called Isaiah about the person of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 7 is what we're going to consider tonight. Glory to God. And then we read. We'll read about the prophecy and when we get to Uh, the new will also read about you know the testament glory to God the testimony uh, or the coming to pass of the word of prophecy now Isaiah chapter 7 we read uh, from verse uh, 14 look at what it says now it says therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign he said behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son oh is this not amazing Isaiah said, listen He said the Lord himself will give you a sign He said Behold, the virgin Shall conceive and bear A son, now you need to realize That this particular scripture I'm reading Isaiah was prophesying Was saying this, hundreds of Years Maybe up to a thousand years Before the fulfillment of this Word, he said A virgin shall conceive And bear a son Now he said, and we shall call his name what? Emmanuel. That's what his name is going to be called. He's going to be called Emmanuel. A virgin shall be with a child. You know just like I told us when Isaiah was saying In Isaiah chapter 9 That unto us a child is born And unto us a son is given I'm sure when he was writing this down Or when, when he was reading this Or, or prophesying about it I'm sure the people around will be wondering What manner of saying is this That how will a virgin be with a child What's the possibility Of a virgin coming down I mean getting pregnant We have always known that for a woman to give birth, a man must meet with that woman. But Isaiah was talking about a virgin giving birth. I mean, Isaiah, what in the world are you talking about? A virgin being with a child. And he went further. He didn't stop there. He said the name of the child. Oh my god. Isaiah went so much into the spirit that even was able to catch the name. Of this child He was able to catch the name of this child He was able to know the identity of this child he was not talking about a child that was going to be born in his time. He was talking about a child that was going to come in the future. And this child was not going to be born of any man. He was not going to be born. Oh my God, are you listening to me? There was not going to be a meeting of a man with a woman for this child to come forth. No wonder when John was talking about us. He said we were born, not of the will of flesh, not of the will of man. But we were born of God. We were born of God. This child was not going to be born by the will of man. This child was not going to be born by the will of the flesh. This child was going to be a direct descendant of God. You know, since the time the earth began, there has been only two people who are direct descendants of God. I mean, they are direct. They came from God. And that was the first man called Adam. Adam was also a son of God, the Bible says. Because Adam came from God. God made man from the dust of the earth. And he breathed straight into him. Adam came directly from God. The same way Adam came directly from God was the same way that Jesus came directly from God. The life inside of a man, of any man, comes from the Father. Glory to God. I explained that to us on Sunday. Praise God. So Adam's life was given by God. The life inside Jesus was also supplied by God. Do you remember that encounter in the book of Luke chapter 1? That, listen, oh my God. The fulfillment of what Isaiah was saying. A woman, a young woman was in her house. Then all of a sudden an angel appeared. And the angel said to this woman. That thou art favored amongst all women. That you are going to be found with a child. Now this young virgin, this young lady marveled at the saying of the angel. And she answered, what manner of salutation? I mean, what kind of salutation is this? And the angel said, you are going to be found. And Mary said to the angel that how shall these things be? Knowing that I know not a man. But the angel's response to her is that you don't need to bother about that. For the power of the most high will overshadow you, and you will be found with a child, and that that only thing that you shall be found with, his name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Glory to God. The fulfillment of that word is that his name shall be called Emmanuel. Now I want us to read the fulfillment of that prophecy in the New Testament, the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 1. Glory, glory, glory to God. Glory, glory to God. I'm going to read from verse 18. Matthew chapter 1 from verse 18 to us. It says, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother, Mary was betrothed to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with the child of the Holy Spirit i love this remember you see the book of matthew did not give us details of the interaction between the angel and mary but the book of luke gave it to us the book of luke showed us how the angel came and gave a salutation to mary and mary said what manner of salutation is this and he said you'll be found with the child and mary said how shall these things be And the angels are for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Look up Luke chapter 1, verse 37. Nothing shall be impossible, for you be found with the child. That the power of the most high will overshadow you, and you will be found with the child. Now the Bible is saying here that she was found with the child of the Holy Spirit. In other words, in the making of Jesus, man was not involved. Oh, are you following me? And that means the life inside of Jesus. Came directly from the Holy Spirit. Came directly from God. Are you following this? He came directly from God. He came directly from the Holy. In other words, the Spirit of God is the Father. Oh my God! Is somebody listening to me tonight? He is the Father of this child. The power of the Most High overshadowed Mary, and she was found with the child. Glory to God. He said, "Then Joseph, our husband, be the just man." And not wanting to make her a public example Was minded to put her away secretly And while he talked about these things Behold an angel of the Lord appeared to him In a dream saying Joseph Son of David do not be afraid to take you Marry your wife For that which is conceived in her Is of what? Is of the Holy Spirit You know I listened to a message some years ago That talked about the, the, the things That Mary had to go through because you see, a lot of times when we talk about the story of Jesus, the birth of Jesus, most times we are focused on Jesus, but we forget about what Mary had to go through and what Joseph had to go through. Remember in those days, see, oh my God, for people who understand scriptures, for people who understand, I'm talking to people who understand scriptures now, they, you will realize that even though Matthew, Mark, Luke and John They are in the New Testament portion of the Bible. That means your physical Bible, the Bible you carry. uh, The physical Bible you carry, the Bible on your phone, when you open to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they are in the New Testament portion of the Bible. But if you understand the Word of God very well, you will realize that Matthew, Mark, and Luke were times of the Old Testament. They were, they are in the New Testament portion of the Bible, But those times were Old Testament times. And that was why they could bring a woman caught in the act of adultery and they could say to Jesus, let us stone her. Why? Because it was still Old Testament times. Are you following this? The Bible says without the death of the testator, a testament cannot be effected. That means without the death of the one who wrote the testament, you cannot read this testament. And testament just simply means will. You can't read a man's will while a man is alive. A man must pass on before you bring out his will to read. And Jesus is the testator of the New Testament. So if Jesus was alive in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, what that simply means to us is that while Jesus lived, while he was alive, he was living under the old covenant. Are you following this? It was not after he died and he resurrected that the New Testament began. In fact, I can categorically say to you that the New Testament began in the book of Acts chapter two, when the heavens were opened up and there was an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Oh, are you following this? So Jesus lived in the Old Testament. So most times we focus on Jesus, but we forget about what Mary and Joseph had to go through. I mean, they went through tough times imagine as a virgin you have been retorted, and you are suddenly discovered to be pregnant under that covenant you are meant to be stoned to death under that covenant your husband can reject you under that covenant but while Joseph was pondering on what was going on an angel appeared to him and said Joseph son of David he said do not be afraid to take Mary your wife he said for that which is conceived in her is the son it's conceived of her is of the holy spirit he said and she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name jesus for he shall save his people from their sins hallelujah you will call his name jesus you see even his name was after his purpose he said you will call his name jesus for it shall save his people from their sin. Now let's go further. Verse 22 of Matthew chapter 1. He said so all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Now can you see how scriptures is tying together? He said all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet saying behold a virgin shall be with a child. Come on talk to me. What did you read in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14? He said, all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord through the man of the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with a child, and and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Can you see? Isaiah picked that name from far away. And he said the interpretation of that name is what? He said God with us. In other words, what the coming of Jesus was the coming of God amongst us. Oh, are you following this? In John chapter 1 verse 14, he said and the word became flesh, and we beheld his glory, as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. God came amongst men. That's what Christmas reminds me of. The day that God came among men the day that God stepped into the midst of mankind. Are you following this? God came among men. What a time, what a moment. No wonder the angels rejoiced. No wonder the angels celebrated in heaven. No wonder they were dancing and rejoicing. No wonder they said. This is a moment that we cannot forget. It's a time of joy to the earth. It's a time of glad tidings. It's a time of peace unto the earth. The day that God came amongst men. Hallelujah. His name shall be called Emmanuel. Which has been interpreted. God with us. Oh can I say to you tonight. That God is with you. Oh, can I say again to you tonight? That God is with you. Oh, I don't know where you are. I don't know what you may be going through right now. But what I can tell you, that when Jesus came in human flesh, oh, can I put it this way? When God came amongst men, his name was called Emmanuel, which is being interpreted as God with us. I don't know what it is you're going through, but there's a word of assurance that I have for you. And that is that God is with you. Oh, can I say it again? God is with you. Oh, can I say this before I begin to round up uh, this teaching tonight? You know, a lot of times we feel that because God is with us, we would not have any problems. I usually tell people that, you see, when you look at how the gospel moved in the world, especially in a country like ours, Nigeria, back in the 80s, you will find people saying that, Uh, When you give your life to Christ, you will not have any problem. When you give your life to Christ, all your sorrows will disappear and all of that. And they try to make you feel that the day you come to Jesus or you come to God, that you will never, ever have any problem again. But listen to me, you and I know that that's not the absolute truth. Jesus said in this world you will have many troubles. You will have so, so many troubles in this world. So the fact that God is with you does not exempt you from troubles. Oh can I say that to you again That the fact that God is with you Does not exempt you from troubles But the only thing is that The fact that God is with you What it simply means is that No matter the intensity No matter how high that water is You will ride over that water No matter the intensity of the fire You will go through that fire And you will not be born Why? Because God is with you Oh, are you following me tonight? Oh, his name shall be called Emmanuel, which has been interpreted, God with us. And I love the projection of the Bible. In the Old Testament, God was upon his people. Oh, God will come in the midst of his people. He will find men to make use of. And the spirit of God will leave them Oh, are you following me? Even the prophets of old They had to have the spirit of God upon their life But listen to me There was a change of season A season came in which God was not just upon his people, but God came among his people. He became Emmanuel. He came among his people. God now came to be with us. But as you progress in scripture, you will find out that God even took himself further from being upon us, from being with us, to be in us. Are you following me? here? So listen to me. I can't stand here tonight and tell you that God is upon me. That God is with me. But you see, it's not just upon me. It's not just with me. God is inside of me. That's why I can stand and say, greater is he that is in me, than he that is in the world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, These are things that Christmas reminds me of. These are things that comes to my mind when I think of Christmas, and I can assure you, I can say the same thing concerning you, that God is not just upon your life, He's not just with you, but He's also in you. So no matter what it is you're going through right now, you will go through it, you will survive it, you will thrive through it, you will come out on the other side. You know, it's like when two animals are fighting, huge animals are fighting. There's a lot of dust that is being raised. But at the end of the fight, when the dust settles, probably only one of them will remain standing. Listen to me. You may be in a fight at the moment, and there's a lot of dust around you. You're in a fight. It could be in your marriage. It could be in your academics. It could be in your relationship. It could be in whatever area of your life. There's a fight going on. There's a lot of dust being raised right now. But listen to me. When the dust settles, If anybody is going to be left standing, it's going to be you. Why? God is upon you. God is with you. And God is inside of you. Why don't you lift up your hands wherever you are tonight and just give God the praise. Just give God the glory. Just give Him all the honor. Just give him all the worship. Oh, why don't you open your mouth in the next one minute and declare Jesus as king over your marriage? Oh, declare Jesus as king over your finance, over your academics, over your health, over your business, over your career, over everything that concerns you. Come on, open your mouth and declare the lordship of Jesus. Oh, Jesus is king. Over oh, my ministry is king. Over oh, my health is king. Over oh, my family is king. Over oh, my academics. Come on, declaring Jesus is king. Oh, declare the lordship, declare the kingship of Jesus uh, Over every area of your life Jesus is king uh, Jesus is king uh, And wherever the word of the king is uh, There is power Oh my God, I feel power moving through the internet tonight uh. Oh, power is made available for you In your house, in your job, in your career Power is made available Your will not remain the same again In the name of of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Oh come and wave your hands to him Give him all the glory In quality church come and wave your hands and give him all the glory Oh give him all the worship Wherever you're watching or listening from give God all the glory He alone deserves to be praised The testimony of Jesus Is the spirit of prophecy Words were spoken about him And they came to pass Irrespective of how long uh, The time that was in between When the word was spoken And when the word came to pass The word eventually came to pass. I give you a word of assurance tonight, that before year 2021 close up. Listen to me. Every word that God has declared over your life, they are coming to pass in the name of Jesus. They are coming to fulfillment. You are entering into year 2021. You are entering in victorious. You are entering it in a powerful way. You are oh my God. You are entering in victorious. You are entering it as a victor. In the name of Jesus Oh give God praise tonight Give God praise tonight Oh we well, thank you Lord We well, thank you Heavenly Father In Jesus mighty name We have prayed Hallelujah glory to God Once again I want to appreciate you Thank you so much for joining us tonight We appreciate you We know you have options There are so many things you could be doing online right now But you decided to be a part of love's domain family assembly midweek service and for this we are grateful to you we believe that the word of god has blessed you tremendously tonight so in the next few minutes we'll like you to give your offerings the church account is going to be on the screen we'll like you to give your offering your offering helps us to do what we do it helps us to stay online it helps us to be a blessing to people around us both physically and online glory to god the will of the gospel is finance so we need you to so come true for us that we may take this walk to a whole new level. Glory to God. So whatever it is that God is laying in your heart tonight, uh, your partnership, you want to partner with the ministry, the church account is on the screen. If you're watching us from Kuala Church, I believe your church has this local account and even you can do your offerings to those local accounts. Glory to God. So thank you so much for giving your offering and my prayer is that God will make all grace to abound towards you. You will have more than enough in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So we're going to look forward to have you with us in any of our campuses on Sunday by 9 a.m. Lagos when first start as 5 as five e close third avenue in first Start, we're there by nine in our Korea ldf auditorium opposite BT hall that's where we'll be by 9 am and in quality travelers cave uh Atenham road uh, that's where we're going to be in quality so if you're anywhere in any of those centers near those centers please feel free to join this family and worship with us and we're looking forward to our watch night service the 31st of December where we're going to receive God's work concerning us for year 2021. By 9 p.m. in any of our campuses, the church is going to be open by 8 p.m. so that you can come in and relax before the time. And we're going to have a special time of praying and fasting the last three days of this month, the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st of December, is going to be a time of fasting, of waiting on the Lord, and trusting God for his word concerning our lives in year 2021. Thank you so much for being a part of this broadcast. God bless you. we we'll look forward to see you on Sunday. Have a wonderful evening. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with you now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you.